It is still called today. Yeah. But of course, when the Lord comes back, they become yesterday. All right. So we need um, to be open. I'm not sure how open we are tonight. The Lord knows. Uh, a lot of empty seats here. I was told that we would be inundated with people. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. But thank the Lord for those of you that are here. Have to turn it on, brother? Yes. Thank the Lord for those that uh, are here tonight for the beginning of our yes. conference together. And the title, the overall title is Our Cooperation with God's operation urgently needed to end this age. And you know, saints, you may ask me, Paul, why do we always use lately the, this word urgent? As, because it is urgent. Um, you know, last night, uh, we we couldn't, we were supposed to come here tomorrow or yesterday, and uh, we couldn't because of weather. So we had to go home and get a flight this morning. And we got, woke up at 3 a.m. And we made it. We made it 12 hours later. We made it here to Jackson after going up and down, up and down, up and down three times. So we went to bed as, as good, and I slept for a while, but then I, oh, I woke up. I, I woke up. And I was thinking, I shouldn't be doing this. I should just be sleeping. But it was the Lord. And the Lord to speak something to me about the urgency of the hour in which we live. Is it urgent? The Lord wants to come back. Uh, Believe that? Yeah, yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, if we really did, we'd live like it. Anyway, the Lord is coming back. He wants to come back to do what? To bring in the kingdom. Remember in Matthew 6, thy kingdom come. That was no joke. The Lord wants the kingdom to come. But in order for this to happen, the body of Christ needs to be built up, right? This is unfinished business. And 
God will not do that unilaterally. You know what I mean by that? God won't just, well, the body's built up. No, he's waiting. This is our subject this weekend for cooperation. That's the way he operates. Not unilaterally. So for the body to be built up, saints, the overcomers need to be raised up. The overcomers are the ones that do the building work actually and practically, not just talk about it. You know, we talk a lot about the building, don't we? But where is it? No, the overcomers are the ones who act and practically build up with Christ, paying a price just like them on the earth. So, you know, when the Lord uh, roused me early this morning, I thought about when the glory departed from the temple in Jerusalem. And we happen to have uh, that portion this week in our Holy Word for Morning Revival. Right? Oh, you know, you read those verses, saints, in Ezekiel, chapters 9 and 10. And your heart aches. At least it should. Your heart aches. As you read about the glory. Slowly leaving. And hesitating. At the threshold. Hesitating. Like. You know if there would be words. I don't really want to go. I don't want to go. But then, further and further withdrawal until it goes to the Mount of Olives. Very interesting. It goes to the Mount of Olives. And oh, I, re you know, my heart aches when I read that. You know, saints, God is not just some invisible force, He is a person. And he has feelings. Have you ever heard this? We do you have feelings? Well, do you? Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> do you have feelings? Yes, of course we have feelings. We were made in his likeness. Right. That means God has feelings. Yeah. He wants to come back. I'd like to read you one of those portions from the Holy Word uh, that we had this week from the recent training. 
that we have. After the completion, this is week four, day three, volume one. Holy Word from Morning Revival. Life study of First and Second Chronicles and Ezra and Nehemiah and Esther. After the completion of the building of the house, the glory of the Lord returned. In his early ministry, Ezekiel had seen the glory of the Lord depart in a series of steps. First, the glory of the Lord left the temple and hesitated upon the threshold. I don't want to go. From the threshold, it went out to the city. From the city, the glory of the Lord went further out to the Mount of Olives on the east side of the city. And from there, the glory of the Lord ascended to the heavens. The glory of the Lord eventually returned because the building of the temple was completed. Then this sentence from Brother Lee, how much the Lord desires to come back to the earth, exclamation point. How much the Lord desires to come back to the earth, yet for his coming back, he needs a place for the soles of his feet to rest, a place upon which he can set his feet. His habitation, his house is the place on earth where he can put his feet. Amen. I remember when Brother Lee, uh, at least in my experience in the Lord's recovery, probably 54 years ago, Brother Lee talked about Ezekiel and about the soles of the feet. And uh, Brother Lee said, uh, you know, according to the text, he said, God was so excited. He said, son of man, the place, the place where the soles of my feet will rest. And Brother Lee said, you know, God didn't use good ground. He was so excited. place on the earth saints on the earth where he could dwell well that's a picture 
right? The rebuilding of the temple in the Old Testament is a picture of the building up of the church now in our lifetime. The greatest type of the church in the Old Testament is Israel and all of the things related to Israel, not the least of which is the temple, that physical temple. Oh, how the Lord wants to come back. So saints, urgent need, urgent need. Yeah, just that is enough. Amen. Just that is enough for us to say, uh, our cooperation is urgently needed because God in Christ wants to come back to the earth. Not as the suffering servant this time, but as the King of Kings and the Lord of God. Who wants to come back? This should touch you. Unless we've become so hardened. You know, saints, that song that we sang, I had another song, actually, for tonight. But I changed to that song, right? And that song is from Haggai. Chapter one. And uh, you're perhaps familiar with that chapter. Where the people, it starts right off. God said, this people are suggesting it's not the time for the Lord's house to be built. And he, the Lord was provoked. This people says it is not the time for the Lord's house to be built. Yet, to the people, it was the time for them to upgrade all of their houses. The Lord said, is it, is it right for you to dwell in your paneled up houses? And my house, my house lies waste. You see, the prophet confronted the people with the Lord's word and with the Lord's feelings. Paneled up houses. You know, saints, I think in the past, and the Lord covered me as I share this. I think in the past, we took that, that, you know, we here, because we are, we are them now, right? We are those Israelites now. We are today's version of those Israelites. Have you come out of Babylon? 
If you come back to Jerusalem, you should say, yes, we have. But how about the building? You know, what happened to them, they came back and they began to rebuild the temple. And then there was opposition. There were circumstances and they withdrew. And whenever we withdraw from the Lord's interests, automatically we will focus on our own interests. There's no neutral ground. And those of us that have been here for a while, we have found that out. It's either the Lord yourself. And saints, you know what the Lord touched me about in the middle of the night last night? The paneled up house. <laughs> Lord, cover me. The paneled up house is not just your literal house that you turn to and uh, take care of, upgrade. You know, a house, that's fine, paneled up, that's something extra. We think, oh, it's our physical house. You know, perhaps that happened. But I would like to suggest under the Lord's covering that the paneled up house might be you and we might be the paneled up house in by that. <laughs> we are here right in the Lord's recovery. And and Todd probably knows what I'm gonna say. You know, the word is not rare. And we are here receiving, 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 receiving. Do you follow me? Yeah. We're receiving, we're receiving. And that receiving, if that's as far as it goes, if there's no outflow, that receiving of so much teaching becomes handling up. Oh. Of your house. Wow. Lord, cover me. You turn in on yourself. You don't realize that all of the truth, all of the teaching that you are receiving should not stop at you. But all of that is for others. Oh, but saints, it seems in so many in the Lord's recovery today, there is this attitude of I had a brother tell me that he went to uh, some brothers in his locality and said, we'd like to, um, we'd like to have um, food. Is that wrong? I'd like a stronger response. 
because the Lord Jesus told you to do it. So he told these brothers, he said, we would like to bear fruit. We'd like to you know, have a, a vital group, not blow trumpets, just get together, right? Pray, coordinate, go out and bear fruit. And that brother was told, we here are just for truth, 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 truth. Now, saints, of course we are for truth. Don't misunderstand me. But together with that truth, 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 there better be some outflow. Yeah. Robin told us, he said, in teaching the Lord's recovery is very good, but in practice, it is not good at all. And he himself, I've, I've said this before, I may never get to this message. You know, he said this before, or I shared this before. Brother Lee for 11 years was giving life study, life study, life study, life study, life study. And the saints. And then at the end of that, he realized we're not having any increase. And actually, at that time, I, I gave you my personal testimony. He asked me why I thought that was the case. I had my view, which was wrong. But eventually, the reason came out. And that is because the saints were dead. You say, how could that be? Life study, life study, life study, life study, life study. Saints, have you ever heard of the Dead Sea? Dead Sea is dead. There's inflow, but there's no outflow. It doesn't matter what flows in. If there's no outflow, there's death. Oh, Lord Jesus. So what did Brother do? He uh, went into the laboratory to find out, right? To find out how did they have the church life in the New Testament? And what came out of his uh, study? The God-ordained way. Heard of it? Some people haven't. <laughs> the God-ordained way to have the church life. Amen. And in that God-ordained way, there's vital people. That's where it all starts. With vitalized people. Actually, that was a big point in a conference we had a year or so ago. Vitalized. You know, to be vitalized is not calling the Lord ten times. Oh, I'm vitalized. You know, we have our concepts in the recovery. No, to be vitalized is to pay a price to go to the Lord. 
and let him shine and and deal, confess, repent, reconsecrate. There's a price, but eventually you are vulnerable. You're living, intensely living. And as a result, you reconsecrate yourself. You get revived every morning because you realize I have to. It's not because they give me the book and tell me to do it. I have to. Then you live a life. What brother we called an overcoming daily life. And while you're living that life, it's like the Lord comes taps you on the shoulder and you and says, you see how good this is? This is for more than just you. Amen. So within you, there is a feeling, I need a companion. Then more prayer, more prayer, pray much, pray more then that is the genesis of the Bible books. It's not like, you know, let's count, let's count off one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Oh, we got four vital groups. No, we need to be vitalized. And that gaining of fruit, or depending which metaphor you choose from the New Testament, that gaining of more living stones is the building up of the body. Think about it, saints. To build, you need materials, right? That's the first thing. You need materials. You say, well, we're here. Yes, you've been here. You've been here for 20 years. Thank the Lord. But the Lord wants more. The Lord wants to be glorified. And the Lord wants us to have his very job. We'll get to this later in the conference. Well, saints, the Lord wants to come back. And it's these overcomers, these vitalized, fruitful, shepherding, perfecting ones, and prophesying ones. That will the dispensational instrument to bring the Lord back because they will do the actual and practical building up of the body. Oh, there's an urgent need for this. Our cooperation. With God's operation. Yeah. God is operating. Yeah. God is operating toward what? Oh, toward 
the Lord Jesus coming back and bringing in the kingdom of God is operative for that. Hallelujah. It's Yet, in his operation, he needs the body to be built up. I mean, God could just, boom, there's the body. He could do that. Where's the glory? No glory. So, he is looking for overcomer. That is cooperators. Now I'm getting into the message. God is looking for cooperators. There's the urgent need. And saints, I could also say on the not so positive side, you look at the situation in the world today. How much longer can it go? We need the body built up. It seems like we're lagging behind. Right? It, it, it almost seems like we are lagging behind yeah. in our building work. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the world is just, oh. I don't even like to talk about it. The degradation, the deprivation. Yeah. Unspeakable things becoming public yeah. and being promoted. You see, there's an urgent need for the Lord to come back. Am I right? Plus the prophecies. My goodness. You know, decades ago, we couldn't have talked about the end times the way we talk about it today. Nation rising up against nation. Rumors of war. And war. And rumors of war and famine, and pestilence. I think COVID was a pestilence. Yeah. Oh, look at the situation. There's the urgent need for some. Oh, that everyone in this room would be an overcomer. Yeah. Oh, that every one of us would be overcomers. It is possible that it's your decision, as we will see. Well, saints, God's cooperation needs our cooperation urgently to end this messy, hopeless age. So that the Lord could bring in a new age, which he has always wanted. Well, as we will see in this conference, saints, our cooperation is mainly to peace. It's mainly through our prayer 
and through people having constant contact with people. You keep these two words in mind, prayer and people. Prayer and people. Toward God and something toward man. Very much our cooperation is with these two matters. And of course, people, right? We contact people with companions, not as a lone ranger, with companions. And we contact them constantly. We don't just boop, boop, no, constant contact. Saints, I tell you, this will save us. When I was in Baton Rouge in January, was it January, Brett? Um, I mentioned how the new ones are a catalyst to get us what we all want. Do you want to grow in life? Amen. Yeah, we all do. The new ones will force you to pray and fellowship with your companions, thus having uh, an inflow of life. They're a catalyst for your growth. How about your constitution? You all want to be constituted? Yes. We need it, Sam's. Don't get me wrong. We need the constitution. But it's for something. It's not just, look at, hey, I'm super constituted. Sometimes I think this is the who of some. No, those new ones will force you to go to the word and to the ministered word, and thereby you will get constituted. Oh, we need people, and we need the prayer. Okay, let's come to the outline. Uh, how long do we have, oh, brothers? 45, all right. Roman numeral one, God's operation and man's cooperation are seen throughout the Bible. And the second point for tonight, our will is necessary for cooperation. Do you have a will? <laughs> you know, we'll see in a little while that our will is being renewed and uplifted all the time. So we can exercise it to choose life and cooperation. Well, uh, in the Old Testament, we see God's operation and man's cooperation. We read that first from Genesis. There was no rain 
God had to set the rain. Why? There was no man to till the ground. Do you ever notice that verse? Here's God. He wants to send the rain, but he now is illustrating to man that uh, he will move together with man in cooperation with man. Saints, are you following me? Yeah. Are you following me? Yeah. This is the way he does it. This is, you know, it'd be very easy if God just, you know, whatever he wants, finish, you know, the new Jerusalem, you know, finish, finish. But where's the glory to him? Oh, but if he has to get the cooperation from us, stubborn, backward people, and eventually he'll get it, what a glory. How about the Jordans dividing? They needed the priest's toes in the water. You know, these stories are almost humorous. You know, there's the, the Jordan. It's at high tide, whatever you call it. The banks had overflowed. And God, you know, God's part is always greater part. Our part, our cooperation is small, but necessary. But God, you know, could you... Okay, go ahead. But he needed those priests to put their feet in the water. <laughs> then the waters parted. You see that, saints? Then how about Jericho? You know, Jericho is, is kind of a funny story, right? They're there, the children of Israel. You got this big city with high walls. And the children of Israel, you know, day after day, they're just going around the city, going around the city. And the people are probably, you know, the sixth day, people in Jericho say, oh, out for your walk again. But God's operation was to flatten that city. But he needed the cooperation of the children of Israel. He needed them to shout. And when they shouted, the walls went down. What flattened the walls? Hard to say. God did it. But God needed the shout. Hallelujah. Saints, God wants to do a lot of things, but he needs the cooperation. He needs the shout. He needs the toes. He needs our cooperation. How about Moses? You know, the, the Israelites are fighting, and as long as Moses' arms were up, they got the victory. I mean, did God really need that? It seems like, no, he didn't, but yes, he did. That's the way God 
operates. God's part is the big part, but ours is small, but necessary. But how about in the New Testament? The incarnation. You know, God could have just, Lord Jesus could have just dropped down out of heaven as a 30-year-old man. Am I right? Yeah. And just begun his ministry. He just... But no, he needed the cooperation of Mary and Joseph to be incarnated. And then I have a point here dealing with the practices of the body. <laughs> this is a matter of God's operation needing our cooperation. You know, Romans 8.13. Actually, I've got the footnote here. The verse says, if you live according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit, you put to death the practices of the body, you will live. Now, let me ask you, who does it? On the one hand, it says you put to death the practices of the body. But on the other hand, you do it by the spirit. This is operation and cooperation. And you know, what is our part? Brother Reed, I encourage you to read the footnote in Romans 8, 13. Brother Lee says, our part is to take the initiative. He used that word, initiative. Read the footnote. And he said, the spirit won't do that for you. In other words, you can't just be there. Oh. You know, the practices of the body, all oh, waiting for the spirit. Now, you take the initiative at least to say no. Maybe it won't be that strong, but anyway, no. Then the spirit comes in. Brother Lee said, the spirit, as you take the initiative to put to death the practices of the body, the spirit comes in to apply the effectiveness of Christ's death to those practices, thus killing them. Operation, cooperation. Since I'm short on time, otherwise I would have I would have expounded more. But do you understand what I'm saying? You have your part. You know, God didn't make us robots. Put to death the practices of the body. Yes. Do this. Yes. Do that. Yes. No glory. Where's the glory? You understand what I'm saying about the glory? 
The glory is when you cooperate. Because you're free not to. What about the loaves and the fish? To feed a multitude. When the Lord could have just, there's your food. But he needed the cooperation of that little boy with the loaves and the fish. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul said, I planted Apollos water, God made to grow. What's the big item? <laughs> God making to grow. And, and eventually what grows becomes God's spot and becomes God's building. But to get that, God needed the cooperation of Paul, Apollos, and Peter. <clears throat> then point three under B, working out our salvation. You know, we all love that verse, right? It's God that operates in us, both the willing and the working according to his good pleasure. But what about the verse right before that? You know, the verse right before that, brother, just keep it over there, please. Yeah. The verse right before that says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So if you're there, oh, God, he will do everything. God is operating. God is operating. Then God would say, read verse 12. I need your cooperation. Saints, do you get the point? Yeah. You know, I have some other points here, other examples from our human life. The electric supply needs the switch. Like the electric supply needs the switch. I mean, you, you, you get the big power plant and the wires, you know, and everything, but all of that is useless if somebody doesn't turn on the switch. What's the big part? Power plant. What's the small part? Turn on the switch. Hallelujah. Saints, can we do this? I believe we can because we have a little strength. The trains need the tracks, you know. If you've ever been to uh, the Henry Ford Museum outside of Detroit, you see these huge locomotives. They're as long as, as this whole building. Huge. But, you know, they can't go an inch without the tracks. <laughs> What's the big part? Uh, the locomotive, the engine. What's the little part? The tracks but the tracks are needed, right? The tracks actually spiritually, that is our prayer. Amen. Our prayer is the tracks. 
And the switch is when we turn to our spirit. Amen. And then trucks needing to be filled with fuel. Our service to the Lord, I tell you, needs the spirit. You've got these big, powerful trucks, big, but they can't go an inch without the fuel. D, this is a principle in God's move, also known as the principle of incarnation. In order to move in his economy, God needs man to cooperate with his move. Saints, we don't think that way, do we? We think, well, I need God. I need God. I need God. And we sure do. We don't think about how God needs us. It's a two-way street. It's the way God operates. Right? We need God. God needs us. I like to emphasize God needs us. Our cooperation is urgently needed. Two, in order to work with the Lord in the principle of incarnation, we should be willing to be uh, passive. No, we should be willing to what? Pay a price. <laughs> Saints, this is the way it is. You know, we like everything to be just. You know, just, yeah, but what did the Lord do his whole life? Paid a price. And he said, the servant is not greater than the master. Am I right? In order to work with the Lord in this principle, we need to be willing to pay a price. And Saints Brother Lee said often, the price is small now, but it will go way up later. And what he meant by that is during the 1,000 years. If you're not an overcomer today, you'll still have to pay the price. Oh, but it will go up. The price will go up. Willing to pay the price, that is our cooperation today. Lord, make us all willing. Amen. Three, the Lord paid a price by being incarnated. Am I right? Yeah. The God of the universe confined in a virgin's womb for nine months. Think about it. That's a price. And then a human life full of victory and acclamation. No. Misunderstanding. Misrepresentation. Attacks. And then the cross. 
the ultimate price. If we are not willing to pay, we will not be the overcomers. Saints, we were going to sing that song, Will You Be an Overcomer? We'll sing it another time. But let me ask you, will you be an overcomer? Yeah. I tell you, you better answer that with some consideration. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll be an overcomer. You'll be an overcomer if you have to pay the price. You got to get vitalized, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. We are the recovered church, point four says, but we may not be the overcoming church. For this, we need to pay the price of cooperating with him. And saints, I feel the Lord is still waiting today for this cooperation. He's waiting. Well, then E, our will. Now we come to the second item. Our will must be gained more and more by the Lord. What do we mean by our will? That's right, choice, decision. Going along with, this is our will. And you know, saints, uh, the more I go on in my Christian life and in my life in the Lord's recovery, the more I marvel that the Lord created us with a free will. We're not robots. You know, that would have been very easy. The Lord just program us to just do everything right, 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 right. But free will. And it didn't start off very good. Right? Our will must be gained more and more by the Lord. It's free. It's free for us to choose him and to have him gain our will. He is doing this. Hallelujah. The Lord is gaining our will through our organic union with him. There's a note here, I'm blessed for time. Romans 6, 5, and footnote 1, I urge you to read that. You know, that note talks about, the verse is, uh, you know, uh, if we have grown together with him in the likeness of his death, we will also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Grown together with him, what is that? Grafting. Grafting. That's where we get this term organic union. We're grafted into him. We were a separate branch, 
We've been grafted in to an organic union with him. Yeah. Are you happy about that? Yeah. You have to have this view. Hallelujah. And as we are in that organic union, Brother Lee points out in this footnote, little by little, day by day, first of all, there's a discharge going on all the time. Negative things, worldly things, evil things. You're not conscious of it. But when you're in the organic union, you believe it. Hallelujah. Saints, when something flows in, something has to flow out. And when you are enjoying the flow of life, Something is being discharged from your being. That's on the negative side. On the positive side, the footnote tells us our faculties are being what? Resurrected, uplifted, and enriched. What are the faculties? <laughs> Nine. What are our faculties? You don't know. That's right, brother. Our faculties are our mind, our emotion, and our will. As we are in the organic union with the Lord day after day after day after day. Discharge is going on on the negative side. Are you following me? Yeah. And the positive side, our faculties, our mind, emotion, and will, which are needed by the Lord for this expression. They are being resurrected. They are being Opening the door to the transformation of our entire being. Saints, do you want a strong will? Stay in the organic union. Day by day. Stay there. You may not be aware. I told the story to people. I used to be able to watch football from morning till night. And I didn't try to deny it. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But over years of being in the organic union with the Lord, now I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm totally uninterested, but I can't sit there to take that in. I just, for a certain amount of time, that's it. It's real. As a result of the discharge, the resurrecting, the uplifting, the enriching, right now we can say that we do have a little power, a little strength in our will to cooperate with the Lord. Strength. Satan is a Satan, uh, Saints, do you have strength? Yeah. 
God has not given us a spirit of cowardice, but of power, power, obviously in our emotion, and soberness, obviously our mind. As the spirit becomes more and more the spirit in our soul for our faculties. Three, we should not live a pole to pole Christian life. What do I mean by that? You know, you're just. And this was me for years. You know, oh, I just can't do it. Uh, I'm like the man lying by the pool. You know, unless somebody picks me up and throws me in. Well, I don't know what they did throw him in. He would probably drown because he was a paralytic. But anyway, you know, you're like that. Or the other extreme. Uh, 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 you know, I, I saw a title of a book. I didn't buy it. But it, the title of it, Are You Running With Me, Jesus? That was the title. Are you running with me, Jesus? Let me ask you, who is taking the initiative in that book? <laughs> yeah, but come Lord, keep up with me. I'm burning. I'm burning. I'm burning for the Lord. But then, you know, no doubt. Not long afterwards, you're back by the pool. Yeah. That's right. That's what I mean, a pole-to-pole -pole Christian life. It's better to be in the middle cooperating. Yeah. Cooperating. Yeah. Lord, I need you, and Lord, you need me. Four, so, we need to choose life. That's our cooperation. Not just for ourselves, but for others. You know, Deuteronomy says, choose life that you and your seed may live. Yeah. So there's something about when we make this choice. Choose life. Oh, it has benefit for the body. It's not a small thing every time. We choose life. Then five, we have not been programmed by God to carry out his economy. I've mentioned this already. We have a free will which is being renewed all the time. Do you believe it? Amen. Satan is a liar. God has given us a spirit of power. Then I will. We have it and it is being renewed all the time. When we freely choose the Lord and his interests, this is six, it is a great glory to him. Plus, we will be energized. I want to read a quote here. Second Timothy 1, of course, it's verse 7, says that God has not given us a spirit of cowardice or a chicken spirit, 
He has not given us a weak, wishy-washy spirit. You know, Simon Barjona, Brother Lee said, that indicated wishy-washy. Simon. I said, wishy-washy. And Barjona means the son of a pigeon, not solid. God has not given us that kind of a spirit. God has given us a spirit of power with a strong will. A spirit of love with a loving emotion. A spirit of sober-mindedness, saints, with a clear mind. You must be strong in your will. I'm reading quote one on your sheet. All the followers of Christ all the martyrs of the Lord are people with a strong will. You cannot be wishy-washy. If you are, you can do nothing. We, the seekers of the Lord, must learn to be strong in our will. Right? We're talking about cooperating with God's operation. To do that, we need our will strengthened. Because I have received a vision, Brother Lee says, and I'm under the Lord's enlightenment, I have to be strong for the Lord's interest. Oh, that we would be like that today. Seven. We're almost finished. The Lord is waiting for this cooperation. The Lord is, saints, I do believe. You know, the Lord is really patient. Even waiting, 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 waiting. Throughout all the generations, waiting, waiting. If I was the Lord, I, I wouldn't be so patient. He's waiting for cooperation, especially in our prayers, listen, for increase. A, concerning his sons, this verse says, ask me concerning my sons, concerning the work of my hands. It says, command me. You read it. When I first came to the recovery, I read that first. Oh, you know, I had my concept of, you know, uh, we have to be reverent, you know, which we do, of course. But, you know, I said, what? What? And then I look. That's what the, the verse said. Command me. This is God's feeling. I wish I could have your cooperation. Please, command me concerning my son, concerning the increase. Command me, please. This, of course, is a matter of our will. And then another verse. Praying for multiplying like a flock. That verse in Ezekiel 36 says, I will yet be inquired of. 
that word yet is actually in the Hebrew, but it didn't make it into the recovery word. But yet means the Lord is waiting. The Lord is waiting. I will yet, I'm waiting, be inquired of. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I can't do anything unless I'm inquired of by my people. And then point C, not losing heart. We always need to pray. The Lord gave a parable for the purpose that men should always pray and not lose heart. Wow. Heart includes the will. Men are always to pray. Saints, how about us? We always think, we always imagine, we always criticize, we always do a lot of things. But do we always pray? F, the overcomers exercise, listen, their being renewed will. Do you have a being renewed will? Yeah. That means it's happening right now. They exercise, the overcomers do, their being renewed will to choose to cooperate with the Lord to overcome Satan. Saints, I don't have time. We take too much from him. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. They live not their soul life unto death. They make the decision. They choose to overcome him. Gee, in these last days, we should not be indifferent. We'll say more about that word tomorrow morning. Indifferent. Saints, are you indifferent? That means you mm, 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 indifferent. We should not be indifferent regarding the Lord and his interests. You know, here in the in the, the meeting tonight, you say, Well, of course we're not. But how about during your daily life? What occupies you? What makes a real difference to you? The Lord and his interests? Or are you indifferent? We should choose day by day to cooperate with his operation. And then the last point, may we all read this point, H, together. Today, uh, those are the overcomers. We need to cooperate with God's operation to be the overcomers today. 
Saints, I'm going to stop here. I don't know, do we have time for sharing? We have some time for speaking. Uh, you know, when we come together like this, Saints, it's not just me doing all the speaking. This is a conference. It means we confer together, not just me. So we'd like to have at least some uh, to respond a little bit to however the Lord touched you.